the parts you'd like to keep um or practices i would say yeah what would you like to uh continue on to 2023 so for me like i i want a monthly blog again you know, I really admire uh, Erica, our friend who does this. And because like, there's just so much, there's additional work when you're two clicks in than reading something on a timeline. And so, and also I think creating a blog is a safe haven for my idea, or it can actually have real discourse. It can see an extended idea. So I think I want a monthly blog again, the way I did when I was in high school, um, because that's also a form of, um, decompression or building community or archival stuff. Um, and then updating my CV because um, my good friend Nicole always reminds us to do it. And like, there's more to that, right? Like it means like celebrate the thing that you've done because, mm -hmm. you know, ADHD, we forget. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Um, and then maintaining my website because I just feel like I deserve a home on the internet that isn't, um, that is, that is my own, no, just kidding. Um, uh, that really says who I am. Um, and just, I just, I was just thinking, I really reflected on my Instagram because sometimes I scroll all the way down, like, oh, I remember that day, but I don't feel like I think enough about that day or that moment. And so I think the blog, uh, and, you know, BB's on there too, about and then and now of how it started and how it's going. And so, yeah, I just, I'm really trying to bring blogging as a cool thing again. And, uh, and, and that's done with the website. And then guys, like, I really, I really love improv, like my funny bone. Cause I developed that kind of late in 2021 and really in 2022, there was this one exercise that we did that I realized like, this is the optimal, my ADHD brain is using. So there is this, like, there was a line of our, uh, like the other improvers, right. And each person had to keep coming up with one line in a scene right and I like after I was done my uh my instructor was just like holy shit you just you just mowed every like scene like so quickly like I was a different character like nine times and in like without a beat and he was just like he was taken aback and then sometimes 80s is just a comedic thing to show in the improv space because sometimes I'm just in a scene and they're like wait you're not supposed to be and I'm like oh I'm out you know so um <laughs> like so, so it's comedic in its way and I was just like you know if I do take a break from anything else this is so fun and feels good and new to to be part of and I'm really envious of this LA scene where there's all uh Latinx improvisers and here there isn't a lot of brown skin in the game. Um, there is a native improviser in Henderson that I'm trying to befriend. But um, yeah, it just feels like the start or new when, you know, when Cozy started or when PTP started, when there wasn't the thing established, which we got to be part of um, building. So yeah, that's just kind of what I'm hoping to keep practicing on is that funny bone. And oh my God, I love it. You know, that's such a like, great way of looking at ADHD because it's I think that me my me myself personally that it's definitely like oh it's a fucking hindrance in my life but it's like also a beautiful thing like to <laughs> to have that wacky brain but at the same time it is very hard to function in a world that demands that your brain not be as wacky yeah you know? yeah for sure um using know. ADHD as an asset rather than a deficit 
Yes. There was, um, I was listening to a podcast with Brene Brown, you know, these thought leaders, uh, Adam Grant and nice white lady. Yeah. And Simon Sinek and Simon Sinek openly says, you know, he's like, um, people think I think differently because of ADHD and they call me an idealist and they shame me. And, um, then I was like, I want to read this motherfucker's book. Like, I want to read how this motherfucker read, like writes as an ADHD person. I finished that book in three days. Cause I was like, he's speaking my fucking language. He doesn't dwell on this long Literally. academic fucking, yeah. Like Literally, that is how an ADHD brain works. It's like, if we fucking like it, we're going to consume it like so fast. It's going to be so easy for us to do a thing. And I really liked, yeah, he was all about like accessibility with language, right? Because like, they're just like, well, you know, you have to have data to present it. He's just like, well, what if the metrics don't fit? Like, I was just like, it's just like his brain was moving in a way where he was always thinking outside of the box. And I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like that. Like, I can fucking do that. Like, you know, and you already do. Anywho, um I, I also really love that that you're there there's this um this movement towards bringing blogging back because I do agree with you that like the advent of like Facebook and Instagram, it's like very quick blogging, but you're not in the moment. Mm-hmm. I loved blogging also in the I early aughts. It was so fun. Let's bring it back. Let's yes. Do it. Let's Let's do it. <laughs> oh my god will it be on the patreon <laughs> perhaps mayhaps we'll <laughs> thank you for sharing daniel. daniel um for me um i'm just you know gonna continue cooking with love and maybe expanding my like culinary horizons oh my god bitch i thought you were gonna say you're gonna expand your love Oh, well, that that too. I thought you were bringing in a third person. Oh. I'm mm. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but like I want to, I want to like, not necessarily cook more, but like cook more heartily. Mm. Um, And like, if I want to make soup, I'm gonna make fucking soup. Yes. If I want veggies in it, I'm going to put fucking veggies in it. Oh, yeah, that's one thing, too. Um, So Cody doesn't really eat a lot of vegetables. And when oh, I went wow. to Alaska, like literally every single day, like there's okra. Hell yeah. Pile on the okra. There's mm-hmm. bok choy. Fuck yeah. Pile on the bok choy. Bok so yeah. Bok very, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be very unapologetic about like putting veggies in anything. Wait a um, minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait yeah. a minute. Are you saying that like you haven't you weren't putting a lot of veggies because well, you didn't like to eat veggies? Well, I would put I would put veggies that he would like to eat. What, what so I'm still getting veggies. Huh. Okay. But like I'm going to be even more intentional about like okay, like if you want spaghetti, you can have spaghetti. It's going to have mushrooms in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean like worst like, case scenario, can, he could just can pick out the mushrooms. Thank you. It's gonna be um, good for him too. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good for him. Um, on uh, uh related to that, maintaining boundaries <laughs> mm-hmm. never gets old, y'all. Yeah, never gets old, and I think never gets old and never gets easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh no, 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 go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, it doesn't just... get easy. <laughs> it like it's not easy to do it, but it somehow like. I don't know. It like makes your life a little easier because you've kind of right. you've established yeah. you've you've set a thing. So, but yeah, I want to um maintain those boundaries. 
um, but still have like open communication. Like I am still working on boundaries. I'm still working on communication. I want to continue that this year, especially just having like a good first six days. Like I want to continue that energy. Um, we learned something in um at work this week about um what it I can't remember like the big big idea, but like I took away these two things about like taking perspectives, um, or like doing perspective taking and like using a green lens whenever you're like communicating with anyone that like you're having a tough time with. So whether it be like you know, like my parents or like a coworker or like Cody or like someone else um, that like using a green lens um, and just being open to learning more about like their perspective before I make a reaction or before I make an assumption is uh, healthy on both for both parties. Because mm. it's like, I'm not making assumptions of you. You're not making assumptions of me because I'm trying to get to know what you're going through before I make a, before I do a response to um, like help you or to, to, um, to uh, like navigate like the situation between us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like super, super nice to, to have my work kind of like reestablish that, that like that's something that is healthy and like good for you to do. Um, also making moves in the library world because this year is going to be a year of intention. I am going to be a librarian, Jean. And I'm saying that with, uh, what was the word that you said? Your word is impeccable. And yes. it's, it's going to happen. Impeccable. I'm going to be a librarian this year. And that's an impeccable thing to say. <laughs> I want to remind you that you're already a librarian. I Just am. not in the... Just not in the capitalistic um, and, you know, respectability politic way, but you are a librarian. You're a community you. librarian. Oh, you know, I was looking at a library, um, a librarian position at the Clark County Library um, District. And I was like looking through their job, um, like, uh, what is it called? Like the job description, like the duties as assigned. I was just like, okay, check, 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 check. And then the very last one was like requirements. You have to have a master's in whatever. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like I've done all of these for the past like four years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, this is like, I'm qualified, except I don't have the diploma. So I'm like. It's classist. We're in the same boat. <laughs> We're in the same boat. It's classist. Uh, I. It's like an ugly, like necessity it feels say. very like gatekeepy too but nobody even asks oh. to see the diploma. <laughs> yeah <sighs> you know what it's gonna happen for you it yeah. is it is you know it. nothing a strong cover letter can't reconcile yeah. a, a cover letter plus a an intent plus a <sighs> a, a letter of rec <laughs> just kidding <laughs> daniel do you mind sharing what some of your like what your the boundaries that you're talking about like I know you mentioned that it was like with work um with your partner with your family like do you mind um like giving us some examples okay um so I mean y'all know that my job uh, at the school is very very like demanding and I think the school 
I I admire that the school focuses on like family contact and family engagement. That is like super, super important. Like that's something that I, that my parents didn't necessarily do with me, but Wait, like, like I, your engagement with other students, parents or yeah, like me as a okay. teacher engaging with, uh, engaging with like students, parents to, okay. you know, make sure that they are also in the loop, in the loop. about like their kids, like education. Right. That's what G and um, I are going to have to get into. Um, and like, that's something that's like also important to me because my, like, like my parents, when I was like going through like school, um, were very absent in like engagement. Like they're there to be like, oh, school's very important. Like I get that. But like, I feel like I've put on a lot of like the work and that's fine. I mean, it's already happened. Um, but I see a lot of myself in like, these kids being like emerging bilingual and um, like coming from like a low income household. Um, so I wanted to make sure that like they have that support and like making sure like the families to their capacity can uh, be engaged in their like kids um, education. Um, like for example, to like this week, we were supposed to try to meet up with all of the parents um, to do like report card conferences Um I scheduled all of them today. Like I had a parent that was just like, like maybe 10 minutes before, beforehand um, canceled on me. And then I was just like, okay, like I understand that like, then like things come up. I do want to um, like, let you know that like my, like my school week is busy. And, um, and I have other conferences next week. Is it possible for us to meet later today? So it's like you've or like you've we've already made a contract to meet today. I understand that there's an emergency. That's an emergency. Like I can't take it away from that. But like the meeting is for your kid who is supposed to graduate this year and has a chance to not graduate. It's something that we need to talk about. Um, and I think going going that route like opened up more avenues for like that parent. And I was just like, oh yeah, we can definitely do like three o'clock with that work. And I was like, great. Like it, like I'm making a firm stance about like your child's education is important. And also my time is my time. Like this is the time I'm at work. Like let's, let's get to it. Cool. Thank you for Thank sharing you that. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Like, cause I don't know, like, are other instructors and educators like as open with rescheduling time or like, are they even taking into account like, um, like the things that, you know, like bilingual students or like students from immigrant households, like, or like, do they even take that into account <laughs> when, right. when they're meeting with parents and are jumping to assumptions like, oh, you just don't fucking care about your kid, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why like our, I think that's why like my school is doing a lot of like training like that because we like we do have a lot of like teachers who are white and who have a different like upbringing than like the students that they're serving. Um, so like I'm glad that like that that's happening but like on my on in my perspective like I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that like I'm communicating with the parents and that like I am putting myself in their shoes as much as I can 
Right. But also like not breaking my back for it. Mm. Yes. That's so true. There's that's a good boundary to have. I because like I definitely worry like as Jeannie and I are preparing in this um profession, like and I talked about it in my final project for a counseling theory course, is like it's gonna be hard for me to not wanna like just like take all these youth, like um marginalized youth and just like take them and give them hugs and mm-hmm. like fight people, like physically fight people for them, or like um it's going to be so hard, mm-hmm. but there, you know, what good are we if we're not, um, like if we're not, if our batteries are drained and stuff, you know, right. like then who's going to be there? Well, I also for, think like, that we like, are of no use. I also yeah. think that, that you asking these questions shows that like you care and like, that's what, that's what these kids need and that's what these kids want like for someone to listen for someone to like be there to if they need a hug you're there to give them a hug if they need someone to talk to you're there to to like to listen to them I think that's like what a lot of like kids nowadays regardless of like race gender class anything like I think that's what like is needed for them well they're young adults if you think about it yeah (sighs) wow Y'all just make me think so much, you know, and, you know, way to stretch this particular part of the conversation. But um, I think about the amount of work educators like Daniel have to endure and what we're aspiring to be. And Simon Sinek, again, was talking about building a, a circle of safety, right? Like it isn't on the onus of one person. And so um, it parents, takes a village. Yeah, parents yeah. have to add to that circle of safety and instead so uh the, the the educator who's already tired isn't caring or parenting a class of 20 but um is able to tap in tap out with the rest of the circle of safety you know for sure if you look at more like communal um cultures like it literally takes a village to like raise each other's kids and uh, other people's children are your children mm-hmm. i mean because we live in such an individualist yeah. society. It's like, that's, it's so ugly. And it, it do, really does put the onus on the student to like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't get this? What the fuck's wrong with you? You know, but it's like, how how is one young person just supposed to have all this knowledge of how to like navigate education or like express their needs and stuff like that? It's like, I wish that, I do wish that we would <laughs> go to more like, radical and communal roots that aren't so like nasty and ugly you know um i hear you and we can dream word. i can hear you we can dream and word. we can make dreams come true yes. i'm just saying <laughs> you can quote us um, later when this all works out in a few years <laughs> so um thank you for sharing your um the things that you want to keep and um expand on for 2023 um, I, I think I'm also in the same vein of like, uh, I love having self-awareness, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say there's always room to have more self-awareness because like, right. sure, like I've caught myself, but it's like, oh, I wish I would have caught myself earlier instead of just mm-hmm. like going through the motions of spiraling. <laughs> so I would love to have more of a 
work-life balance. And I think that really is starting with me reducing my work hours. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm coming from a place of privilege where like, I don't like, I've got, I'm married to someone who's got, who's got a bitchin' job, you know, like uh, (laughs) there's, there's job security there and really great um, medical insurance. And so I know like, it is such a privilege to not have to work at the same time as go to school, which I know a lot of our classmates are doing like two, are doing the two-year program, which that's like four classes, not taking a break in the summer and also working at the same time. Like I know that they're not in the position, like they're in that position for a read, like they're go, like, it's not like a, "Mm, I guess I'll just do this for funsies. It's like, no, I have to do this. Um, And so I am acknowledging that I have like financial um, privilege when I say that, like, I got to quit one of my jobs and, um, you know, retail is all I've known what to do for a large uh, amount of my adult life. And so uh, I think this is a great step in um, really giving myself the time to really focus on school. So I'm not like guilted into working so many retail hours just to like break my back for like fucking what, right? Like, let me tell you, I worked for this fucking company for almost 13 years. And when I put my two weeks notice in, like, I didn't get anything in return. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't get like a thank you card or like anything, Right. Like, um, so goodbye card to either nothing right? like no goodbye card. Um, I get a text every now and then from like one of my coworkers that I've worked with for the longest time. And, um, it does hurt my feelings. Um, but it is also just like such, it's a very telling of where I'm not needed there and I'm not appreciated there. So, like I did learn some great lessons working in retail that absolutely feed into my undergraduate degree, like degree and feed into what grad school, like it is all intertwined. And so I don't regret the time spent there. Um, I hate leaving it the way that, that I left it, but you know, that's not to say that it has to be like that forever. Um, so Like now that I've quit this one job and that I've reduced my work hours, like that doesn't mean that I get to take on new projects because (laughs) that's not the point. (laughs) Like the point is to focus on school Mm -hmm. and to make sure that I'm, I have all that done so that I'm not, um, like not paying attention to places. Um, so like this, this fall semester, like I didn't go hiking as much as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, before that, like we've been hiking like weekly for like almost two years. And Mm -hmm. that really took an effect on like my soul. Like I love being out in nature and I love um, like the endorphins from um, like just sweating and from like being physically uh, rigorous, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I want to be done with my schoolwork so that I can go hiking with my partner and my friends. And Mm -hmm. so that like, I can spend time with, um, doing my own art and so that like I'm you know carving out time for things that I wish I did more often but also not say yes to (laughs) to to all these other projects so like I said yes to a thing with the and I haven't even like turned in my thing I feel so fucking bad but like so I said yes to this collaboration and like because I thought like 
oh, I better fucking do it now. It's like that um, survivalist mentality. Like, well, I better say yes to this because when when else am I ever going to get this opportunity? Because mm-hmm. I will say that like co- working with Cozy and the great things that we've done together have opened doors for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So like knowing Jean is a, is a really good thing. <laughs> and working with Jean is really great because okay. you learn and uh, doors open for you. <laughs> I love and you so not, much. And that's not to say that like we're, you know, we don't teach each other things and yeah. aren't learning from each other. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do this. But it's like, we already had so many things lined up for Cozy. We we had, and I love that we did that thing with um, Parks and Rec and that we did all these um, workshops right, and it did, did the book festival. Like it was a big year and I did get... I will say financially, it was very good for me. Like I had no idea that I could make this kind of money by just doing art. Like I never knew that that was an option for me. And so like, I was like, yeah, I be- oh, there's money involved. Yeah, I better say yes to this. But it's like, at what expense, right? And so I like really had a hard time with finishing school projects and with, um, and I wasn't paying attention to my partner. And I wasn't outside as often. And so like my body just felt nasty. And um, I don't want my partner to feel like I don't love her, you know, that I don't appreciate her. And so I think that like, um, I am going into 2023 with that in mind of like, yeah, we're going to have date night every night. And yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go hiking. I'm going to get all my homework done. And so I'm not like rushing and really feeding into the perfectionist part of me mm-hmm. that's like because let me tell you I fucking spiraled during um finals like I would turn things in and be like okay so I guess um maybe I'll get a C um maybe they'll mm-hmm. put me on academic probation and I could work my way around it but oh it's like gosh. like why was I like is so like why I got A's y'all <laughs> like it was it's so ugly how like our brains get that way and mm-hmm. so I don't want to do that anymore because I've done that for like I've done that for such a long time and that's just not how I want to be and so you know I just want to be nicer to myself and I also want the self-awareness to recognize when I'm not being nice to myself and also, when like when I'm giving out ad- un- unwanted advice, <laughs> like uh, I guess that's like the flip side of like awareness is, um, you know, I think as like as friendships are, we kind of have varying degrees of like, um, I don't know, like when you're with your friends, you like are, you know, you just you're just talking. And then, but when does it, when does it turn into like giving advice or whatever? Mm. Um, And when, when is it like mutual, like where you're, um, you're open to giving or like, you you know, like you're open to receiving like your friends venting and then, um, or you do the same thing, like you vent, but at one point are both of y'all like, open to receiving like a little bit of advice do you does that make any sense like can I speak to this yes please do (laughs) well okay yes yes go ahead so first off I really really want to honor that 
I like where you see pockets of improvement. And I also really like where you see where you're advantageous. And that, that's really powerful to say because sometimes we hide those parts of ourselves because we don't think people would understand. So it is a privilege for me and Daniel to be able to listen to that inner workings and have it create a stew in your head. So thanks for that. Um, but I think we, especially with the profession we are aspiring for in, it's a, it's like a, this, in the textbook, it was like this fine line that we dance with because um, we used to be, we we're so accustomed to being the advice friends, but having this new training of like, um, and being trained to help people lead without us really interjecting. Like, it's just like all the, like it's a, it's now a bigger dance than it was before because we were kind of the authoritative advice friends. And so now it kind of doesn't, it's a hat that doesn't quite fit anymore for us because it's like, wait, like one, is, this might be unsolicited advice. Two, I don't know if you really need this advice. And three, I don't know if you've really earned this emotional labor for me to develop this advice. And so um, that's how I see it. Um, so yeah, and you, me even explaining that to you helped me also center uh, how I how I function in that kind of like weird stew of, of thoughts. Daniel? Can I be a devil's advocate? Ew, yes. <laughs> um. I mean, I I do agree, Nicole, about like not giving advice. Like I also am just like a serial advice giver <laughs> and I probably shouldn't be. Um, um, it's something that I'm like, I'm also working on because like my advice will not necessarily like fit with that person, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, like if a person gives you advice that was unsolicited, you can also just say, thank you, but that ain't for me. Totally. Right? Like, it's still like a, like a, it's like a boundary thing. Um, and it's sometimes- It's absolutely like a, a boundary thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a boundary <laughs> thing. Um, so, like, I thank you for sharing about, um, you know, like, not wanting to, or, like, using your self-awareness to, like, not burden someone else with, like, your advice. Um, mm -hmm. I mean- thinking about like what you've said too, like if you give advice, unsolicited advice to someone, it's like you're putting an expectation on them that they didn't want in the first place. Yes. Um, and then like we as the advice giver end up being like, well, shit, they didn't listen to my advice. But like, that's not our responsibility and it's not yes. our, like, it's not our onus to carry. Yes. Um, I guess um, what I was trying to um now that we're talking about it I think maybe I want to differentiate between giving advice and asking questions mm. for like for like I guess like my own clarity or something I guess that's I don't, like sorry go ahead oh and and not like and this is and maybe this is your next question but like I'm not saying in like a professional setting I think I'm just talking about like friendships yeah. Um, yeah. Of like, uh, just like, I want to ask a question because I don't understand, <laughs> but like, I can, like, I want to be able to ask questions and not, um, or I, I think, no, I do have the ability to ask, ask a question without giving advice. Like I'm mostly just asking questions for clarity, if anything, but I guess that's also a, a thing that can be negotiated with like, yeah. Boundaries. I don't think we've ever been taught 
like that. Like that's part of like part of having boundaries is like, um, because I don't know if your parents have said this before, like, oh yeah, we don't have boundaries. And like, they think it's a good thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no bitch, it's not. <laughs> and so like, it seems kind of awkward to like ask your friends, I think in the beginning to be like, oh, hey, um, do I have permission to vent? And then to follow that up with like, I'm venting or to say like, yes, I do have capacity to accept that. Um, how would you like me to show up for you? Like no one's ever taught us that. You taught me sense. that. <laughs> taught me that. Because I learn it from other people like Des <laughs> and and our classes. And so um, it's like, uh, um, it's, I don't know. It just, it seems kind of awkward and new, but it's like good that we do these practices, yeah. you know, so that we're not assuming things and shit. But I digress. Yeah, that's, I think, yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do for 2023 is like, I, I don't know. (laughs) I guess I do know because we've we've kind of gone on a journey. But like, I mean, there's a lot of rich, there's a lot of treasures and gifts in in the conversation. And so, you know, we're talking, these were the last things we listed as a group were like um, things we're maintaining or bringing back. this next question, you know, being hopeful about this new beginning or, you know, it's super exciting. So what's something you're looking to build or bang out or just bring to this potluck of sorts of 2023? You know, I'm going to ask that. Um, Daniel? Um, For me, like going back to like my 52 books in the year goal, like in the previous years where like I read like a monster, um, I would read like close to like 100 100 plus books and then like I I never remember them so like having like this goal of like a smaller number of books that I really really would like to read um I'm just like you know what I want to make sure that I remember all of the books so if anyone asks me like what's your favorite book or like what's a recommendation like like girl let me tell you what like what the 52 books are um, so I'm gonna intentionally read for pleasure for 30 minutes after work. Um, I've also I, I want to try cross stitching like Lola yeah. vibes. I love it. Um, Cute. I was scrolling through Reddit and there was someone who posted like um, cross stitch patterns of like Pokemon evolutionary lines. Wow. So I found one of like my favorite Pokemon and I'm like. This is it. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, um, later on in the year, maybe closer to like m- March, I'm going to ask you all what your um, favorite like Pokemon or maybe like your favorite video game character is. And I'm going to try to like find a cross stitch pattern for it. Oh, bitch. I think I've already seen one for mine. <laughs> okay. okay. But I believe in you. I'm I'm excited. I mean, I've tried... Um, like during the pandemica, I did embroidery. Um, but I think I need something that's a little bit more um structured than that. Mm. Um, so I think I'm gonna go for like the pixely looking art of like cross yes. stitch. Um, also, I wanna be financially stable. What does yeah. that mean, Daniel? Or okay, maybe not financially stable. I wanna be, I want to not. I want to have a, a healthy amount of debt and not have to worry about money. Okay. Okay. 
That's fair. That's good. Um, times are rough. And like, I want to make sure that like the way that um, my relationship with money is a lot healthier this year. That's fair. That I, 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 I hear that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would like to challenge us to have a follow-up conversation about money wounds. Yes, please. Love it. <laughs> On another episode, listed like four in the future. Um, Nicole. Yeah. Um, I, so like I said, uh, Cozy was a really good financial year for me. So I got a cricket, y'all. I got a cricket. Um, yeah, Costco, Costco had a really good deal. And so I, I think they're still there. But it came with like a bunch of stuff. And so I want to uh, learn how to use this. And I want to make stickers. Because, you know, we all have these good ideas. And I'm we're always like, that should be a sticker. Bitch, let's make them. Let's fucking make them. And so <laughs> I'm really excited about learning how to um, use this cricket after I've done my schoolwork. <laughs> and that it's not going to cut into date night or I don't know, running or whatever. I, yeah, I can't believe I want to run again. Anyway, can, um, it be, can it can cricketing be date night? I'm gonna ask. Her. Yes, because we already have an idea. When we were on, we were when we were on our road trip. Um, she came up with something. I'm like, we could do that on the on the cricket, absolutely. Um, and also, I I want a Siri play. A magic by Kylie Minogue because oh. do you believe in magic I do I do I do because I just got for Christmas um my first magic the gathering deck we are about to deck the halls um, <laughs> with with some magic I got it from here here the plastic I didn't even open it yet <laughs> um yeah um a sour baddie <laughs> Boy Munson got me my first deck for Christmas, and so um I've I've got to watch some um some YouTube's because it sounds pretty intense, and I know that Heather was really scared about magic becoming a thing that would end to our dem- demise, <laughs> but not like not in the same way as no, her no, ex boyfriends. No. <laughs> No, not in the same way. And so I'm excited to learn magic. I also did treat myself to the world's smallest uh, magic cards. Oh my gosh. Um, and so I think like whenever uh, Jean invites me to my first um, uh, match, is that what they're called? Yeah. Matches. Yeah. Um, I got to get some some card sleeves so that my my grazy little fingers don't ruin them. But also <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start throwing these like twice cards <laughs> down on the two. <laughs> I'm just gonna play them. I mean, I'm gonna be like, yeah, Jihoon right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about uh getting magical. And um, we're up all night to do magic. And um, yeah, those are the things I'm really excited about. It's like artsy nerdy things. It's oh, really and doing cute. like no, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's a really cute story because um when Kamigawa came out, which is kind of like an Asian uh cyberpunk one um nicole hit me up and was just like this deck looks really gay and it's like a it's a detail that koi remembered without me having to remind him and so yeah when he chose the gayest deck (laughs) for nicole um so shout out to him yeah i think um maybe there was like an ad and it like 
the character on there had like a a shaved side <laughs> you know and they just looked hella queer and I was like this is gay I think I can get into this and then Heather was like oh no yeah. but it'll be fine um wow um I just can't unsee the four agreements y'all uh so yeah I will be continuing to use the four agreements as a framework for coping um solving and relating with people in 2023 um I just see it I see it here um in the way that like when Nicole briefly talked about the advice giving and getting or whatnot, I was just like, or how do we feel when it's not accepted and whatnot in my, in my brain, I'm like, oh, it's like the don't take personally thing, right? Like you give it or not. And if it's not taken, it's whatever, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love, I love having that skill. Thanks McGovern and sorry for not knowing your name. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I'm into the comedies. Yeah. I'm an improv BB. So uh, I feel super duper alive when I perform, watch, perform, and play. I think that maybe I'll, I'll, I'll be part of a troupe. My dream is to <gasps> my dream is to be part of an all like Filipino group, and I'm expanding it to maybe an all Asian group. But right now I'm like in whoever's clever group, and um, there's two of our um, people right now in class. They're these two queer white guys who pair off really well with me and my friend Dina, who's Filipina. And maybe we'll be something. I just feel like I like Quaith can see my inner workings of building the scene. Like I just be like, yeah, I think you're really funny. Do you do you want to be part of our band? <laughs> that <laughs> is ex- that's how uh cozy became. <laughs> just trying to relive my my life in cycles. And um, yeah, I'm also really, really, this is, I made a vision board for this. I want more pleasure in my life. Numero uno sexual, like, I wrote these questions. So emphasis on bang. Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, also pleasurable foods. I feel like, you know, um, it's rough times up there. I should at least try to find something yummy in the meantime. Um, pleasure and rest. And pleasure in my extracurriculars, but not emphasis on extra, just the curriculars. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I love this. This is like our audio visual board. Oh yeah. Like a vision board of sorts. That's true. We're themifesting this. We really yes. are. Because we have, our word is uh, impeccable. 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 Impact pack. It's a pack packable. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna turn it into a sticker. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes, please. Watch out, Patreon people. Anyway, so we're talking. We've been talking about like the things that we want to do, and you know, life gets in the way sometimes. So, what is a motivational thought or like a daily reminder that you can like tell yourself when the going gets tough? You know, I, on the outline, I just said sit in it without intellectualizing it. But um, I mean, that's not how my brain works. Uh, I think, but yes, sit in it. So like the tough times, I think there's a healthy amount of wallowing mm-hmm. that can happen. Um, I don't, I don't really encourage people to uh, you know, like I keep calm and carry on like, sure. Or like, you don't have to be calm if something's hurting you or, um, you know, so I, I do believe in sitting in it 
and like understanding like this is a tough moment for you but not really intellectualizing it um I think there is room for you know acknowledging like systemic things that get in the way of you um achieving a goal but I think it's also um like how do you get to your goal then you know and also realizing that um I think for me like I'm not alone like Mm -hmm. I have a really cool village of friends that you know if they have capacity to are willing to to hold me if I need to be held or to carry me if I need a lift um and so that's like an emotional and (laughs) physical I guess I don't know (laughs) uh, I like it I like it I like I yeah be I want to be I want to be more open to folks helping me so I'm not just fucking struggling internally by myself and that's not to be like I am really just trying to um you you know release release my wiggle but also release like (laughs) this uh individualist mindset yeah um a word I won't forget that you talked about in this conversation is spiral and I see that when I see what you said sitting without intellectualizing it because sometimes it's like sometimes we're like deep so deep yeah um throw me a rope (laughs) yeah throw me something a ladder um a fish hook um, for me, I'm, I just, I'm like at a point where like, if some stuff or people wasn't meant for me, just no shade for drifting or growing apart or moving on or adapting. Like, like, I think I learned this from my intern Jasmine. Uh, she was like, why can't we just normalize drifting? And I think I was like, maybe mm. it's hard because like, we like, you make things so official when you're like Facebook friends or like Instagram friends. It's like, like you know, you can't just be like, bye right so um I really like that thought Uh, I think it's a pleasant thought because it's just like drifting is doesn't mean that there's a sense of anger it's just like hey in this beautiful window of energy and time we had something and we existed and the Mm -hmm. window has passed you know I think that's really nice and um yeah and maybe I miss out you know because I have other moments or plans or people to discover and that makes room for new experiences. And I just always like forgot the, the repressed agreement. I always took things so fucking personally. And now I'm just kind of like, you know what? They live in life. They get to live it. It's fine. They don't need to have always be in it. I think I'm always too present in, in people's lives. So, um, you know, down and back the mama jean card. Yeah. That's such a very like, um, and I don't want to like infantilize Jasmine because mm-hmm. um, because I do think like in high school, especially it's like, these are going to be my friends for fucking ever. But it's like, uh, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe a few people, um, but like, and not always in one time of our life. But yeah, it's like, that is a very beautiful way of like, like drifting instead of just like ghosting or like, yeah. or like being dumped or like. Even if that is, it's just like, okay, so you're just growing in different directions and perhaps you'll find the sun together again. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like what you said earlier. You're just like, you know, it might, it might change the sentiment, you know, when you're talking about quitting, you're like, you know, I didn't like how it ended, but you know, it doesn't mean it won't change in the future in terms of the sentiment there. So 
I also think about drifting as like you've made an imp like a, a momentary impact or impression and they're bringing you along with them mm-hmm. regardless of whether it's positive or negative but like you're with them still it's just that physically you're not together yes it's pretty existential like uh I was reading this comic <laughs> I read this co- this funny comic by Allison Zai you, got, you all should look her up like it's basically this li- this little bee is really mad at the sun so then he's like I'm gonna take issue with the sun he meets the sun and then the sun's a really pleasant being and then he talks to her and he's like I think I'm in love with you but he's a bee and she's a sun and he's like but th- does this mean like this is it and she's like if we drift away, it doesn't minimize a moment. It means the moment that we're having right now is special. And that might be an existential wow. crisis, but it's it, special. That is very existentialist. Yeah. yeah. So I, I hung on to that comic. That's why art matters, Nicole, teaching your art. Um, so oh. yeah. <laughs> Daniel? What- um, I actually like changed this, uh, changed mine. Um, I had a, a discussion with my sister and like mind you my sister's 18 or 17 I'm almost 30 so we have like different like things um but like for me like now that I'm now that I'm like older like I've been I've been in Vegas like living on my own for a bit um I've learned to just like fuck FOMO Mm. um it's just like I'm not missing out on anything in fact, they're missing out on me just sitting on the couch, relaxing, and having a good time. Mm. That's, that's um, a Did you know and, there's like there's an anti FOMO called JOMO, J O M O. What's JOMO? Joy of missing out. Oh yeah, I find more joy in missing out on things. There's also a nasty game called JOMO that I played the other day. It's like a Cards Against Humanity, but it's like uh-huh. hella raunchy and. And I propose that we play it for a Patreon. <gasps> Good. I'm down. Um, I am homo for the Jomo. <laughs> are you a, are you we can all be Jomo sexuals? <laughs> I'm, okay I'm gonna tell them when I go to Henderson Equality Center what I am. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm a Jomo sexual. <laughs> um, and also I think like one thing that like I want to like remind myself is just like focus on the solution, not the problem. It kind of ties back to what Nicole was saying about like just sitting with it, but not intellectualizing it. Mm. Um, Because the more we are in like our heads, like the more we are caged by like literally like our skulls. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that caged by our skulls. That sounds like a good sticker. We're going to make it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll say um, But yeah, fuck FOMO, stay JOMO. And focus on the, focus on solutions because that's your way out. Yeah. Of like whatever quandary you're in. That's also the argument that I had with my dad. Ooh. Oh Anyways. shit. <laughs> Thank you, fellow Jomosexuals. <laughs> so we've gone through this journey of um what do we know about ourselves? Um, what do we want? Um, what are we going to do when stuff gets rough? Because life is a journey, is it not? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what else are we going to do to take care of ourselves this year? Um, you know, if anyone has read Pushover, everyone knows that I suffered from a savior complex. So this is the year, y'all, where I realize I'm not God. 
Um, <laughs> and I can't be everyone's everywhere, everything. So I might miss some things, some events, some deets. Um, back to my fave, uh, Simon Sinek, you know, says it's not failure, it's falling. And when we fall, we find ways to get back up. So just telling this Virgo baby right here inside of me, you will fuck up and you'll live, girl. So yeah, that's me. Daniel? Um, This is like a practice that I've, I'm starting to do again. Whatever intrusive thoughts you have, put that on paper. And then I'm going to add on to it. Burn those, like burn that paper, mm. release them, and don't go back to them. I love that. I want to burn shit. <laughs> Y'all, we can totally do that because I learned how to use a, <gasps> a flint striker to make a fire because I'm leveling up as Scoutmaster Espinosa. <laughs> you know, actually, I do have like two journals that like I've written on and like they're full of just like intrusive thoughts. I would love to, I would love to have like a little. That would be fire. rad. I'm Let's down do it. Let's do it. Okay. And oh, and then my other my other thing, um, cuddle them cats. If you have cats or dogs or your honeys or your pillows or blankets, just cuddle. Your waifu pillows? Yeah. Them waifu. Too. Waifu, waifu. <laughs> Nicole. Thank you, y'all. Um, I, you know, I got this big old water jug. So I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to drinking more water also because it's like I'm a Pisces I need water like, mm. duh, that's a, water is how I'm going to take care of myself also um and also getting more sleep nice. um I don't know how I'm going to do it actually maybe I'll just start doing more weed or whatever um because you know like also the spiraling does keep me up and I did win a pre-roll out <laughs> of the the claw at um whoa the new woo dispensary so if you spend over a certain amount of money you get to use their claw machine oh that's cool and take something and oh really the nice. claw yeah they have a claw the machine claw. um and so it has these big pokeballs that are like filled with like weed goodies or whatever and they're pretty cool like if you don't get it the first time they'll like you know you can keep going until that's you so nice them. i wish yeah. real arcades were like that listen if yeah. stoners ruled the rule the world right <laughs> and that's them saying that's jomo try again <laughs> right um and i think as part of taking care of like caring for myself is gonna be some inner child work in doing lego sets like i know that legos are very fucking expensive like there's a reason why i didn't have many of them growing up um as an adult things have changed. <laughs> I'm mean, not that they're still expensive. But and so for Christmas, I Heather uh, got me a Lego tall neck. So it. it's it's the tall neck from the oh, horizon. How long did um, it take you? It took you know because I didn't work on it just straight like I took some breaks because it was Christmas. My people were still here and stuff and so um I don't even think I had it completed when you came over Jean. I feel like you did that really fast to me because Christmas um, was not long ago. But yeah, like that's the thing with like a uh, hyperfixation, a bitch will get it done, you know? And so yeah. I really want to, um, also Jenna gifted me and Heather with a, a set of like, there's like flowers, like, so we have succulents oh, that we could make. Yeah. Those will be the succulents that we don't kill. Um, And so I want to get back into like doing more Legos because like that's inner childhood. <laughs> It really is. It's like instructions, very straightforward. 
I have a lot of fun. Like I, it really tingles all like my, my brain parts, like the, let the me tactile stuff. Yes. And so like, um, opening up the instruction manual and like separating all the pieces, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it really does things for my soul. And so I want to, I think that's going to be a part of my self-care. Wait, um, Nicole. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead, Jean. Well, I just wanted to go on a small tangent about Legos and them being expensive and maybe many Filipino kids didn't have access to Legos. And so also it makes me think about just the influences of not being able to interact with early engineering or even being able to consider that type of building or education or tactileness. So like, I think it's a beautiful thing to spend on Legos at any age. And that's how it is. I mean, um, Budget Tan, if you want to hook us up. I was about to say, we have a connection. Budget Tan. (laughs) Um, Let's talk Rex, because these are the gifts we give our listeners. What are top three things we love to share? Okay, let me start this off because I am so excited about this because it is cricket related and Pinai related. So if y'all follow Janelle Kibuyan on Instagram, um, their handle is fatlip, P-H-A-T-L-I-P. They, um, they've done a lot of things. They're very, they're like, I feel like they're very well established among Filipino arts, um, West Coast, Seattle based, I believe. Anyway, they came out with a little Filipino kitchen um print and cut DIY kit. So I think they're available for, for purchase on her website. And basically it's like plans to, to um, cut like vinyl stickers that go on a play kitchen for children. And so uh, she made this Filipino kitchen that's like a very Filipino and it is so amazing. And it's got like um, a set of knives and, and they're very um, that like even the choice of the knives are like there's a, a like a meat cleaver and butterfly knives and even the um, oh gosh what is it called the um, barong um, machete is in there and then there's like uh, a, a vinyl cut of um, like banana ketchup mm-hmm. and uh, bawang you know like just a a, like a string of bawang <laughs> and then you know those um <laughs> excuse me those uh is it pyrex those plates that have like the golden flowers that go around the edge and they there's also a set of teacups that come with them like there is a a thing for that also and then the large wooden um spoon the and spoon. fork yes like these are all like vinyls that you can put on a children's play kitchen and it's just so like it's very Filipino and so I am all over this um I think they're very cute like fuck it you could even use it for yourself like put it on your car or something like there's so many uses for vinyl that I found out through cricket people <laughs> like uh, they got a little panai on their like official website that's like making stuff too it's like that's that's cute um and so number two I will say is is a little it's I would call it like between two and three uh, Yelp dollars <laughs> is the Cthulhu Microspikes traction system. So basically it's like snow chains for your shoes. Cause I saw a lot of fucking people just out at the Grand Canyon wearing sneakers and slip sliding all over the place. Nope. Wasn't me, <laughs> wasn't gonna be me cause I am old. And so those like really helped 
with the tri- I felt so we felt so comfortable just walking around having those they're kind of hard to like put on off and on and maybe maybe it was because the cold really like got my rayuma going in my hands like the arthurs really got to me um but I did feel very safe walking around with them and then um uh we were gifted these ball bungee things you know like they kind of look like the hair ties that we had as kids I mean I think children still wear them um but it's like there's a it's a ball bungee put out by uh kuma and they were really helpful with like strapping things to the backpack i think heather even used them for like a bag of pretzels um it's like they're very useful for multiple things Hmm. um and then i will say my final i I have an extra one is i've got this was on my secret santa um list at bb dubs which shout out to my secret santa because they really like they gave me the shit I wanted. I got a visual timer for your ADHD asses. <laughs> and so like, you know, sometimes we look at a timer and it's like, I don't know, daunting or whatever. Uh, but a visual timer like puts like Ooh, the block cute. of time. Yeah. yeah so like there's a block of time that like that's colored. And so it's like less daunting, I would say, to see what how much time has elapsed i i know a lot of like adhd people on like uh influencers like use this but i really like it and like the um the alarm is not that it's not ugly you know so that's my fourth one Thank yeah you for letting me share i i love your visual timer it's uh the pomodoro method which we need which is like a small like hey take a break because we can keep going yeah um so yeah I'm happy for you for that Daniel one gene um <laughs> wait did you call it a pomodoro method I just thought Post, it was like pasta pomodoro <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like um I think my mom got me one like a pig one that's coming <gasps> Sending me wait, like a a wait uh, a, a pig shaped visual timer or like a mm-hmm. pig shaped pomodoro <laughs> <laughs> A lechon pomodoro. Oh, oh my god! Pretty much, Daniel Rex. Yes. Um. So right before Thanksgiving, my um teacher mentor from Alaska, when I was at uh, student teaching, um, she visited and she's like, "Hey, like, let's go get dinner." Da da da. Um. And we went to Best Friend. Wow. What bitch. a wow. Bitch, bitch, bitch. That place is so fucking good. Please it's proceed. So, it's so good. <laughs> like. I'm the kind of person who likes to look at the menu before I go to the restaurant because I get really anxious when the waiter comes. Just like, hey, so what do you want to get? Um, so like I looked at the menu and I was I was just like, this shit sounds so bomb. And I was just going to get like a rice bowl. Um, and then everyone, um, I guess this is where like the FOMO, FOMO came in. But like I was just like, you know what? It's not FOMO because I wanted it. Um. So like once like I was there with with her and like her husband and like the principal of like the school that she worked at. Um, and I knew her too because like she was also the principal while I was student teaching. Um, mm-hmm. we all got like the I think it was like I forgot what it's called, but it's practically like you're sharing you're sharing this food family style. Yes, that is the best deal. It's yeah, it is it really like is. best deal. So if you have the uh the capacity, I think it's like the all you can it's not all you can eat, but it's um like a $70 and it's like six um what is it called? Six entrees? 
no, not six entrees. Um, like six items? Th- there's six items. Like you you have like appetizers, entree, and dessert. Um, and depending on how big your party is, you get like uh you get a variety of desserts. Um, but anyways, so they were here for a conference and they're like, oh hey, we're only here for like two days and we have a lot of extras. Guess who they gave the leftovers to? <gasps> mm. I had I had best friend restaurant by Roy Choi for the whole fucking week. Wow, what a dream. I was like, hell yeah. What a dream. It was so good. My um, mouth is watering from hearing that. It's Jean. It is so good. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> when we get um, when we get that check from school. <laughs> I know. I sure hope so. That's where we're going. <laughs> oh my gosh, should we do like a triple date? Yeah, wow. we're disgusting. Let's go. In Bonfire? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, so best friend restaurant. It's a part MGM. Um try to find parking because it's gonna be tough, but Roy Choi's great. Um, number two, um Notion. We've we've been using Notion like at uh at our at the school. And like I was just like, you know what? There has to be like a way for you to, to track like things because it's a very intuitive program. And I found free templates for tracking my reading and it looks so bomb. I'm like, I'm gonna continue this. Um so notion te- notion templates if uh if you're interested. And there's like other ways to like uh other templates too like if you want to have like um track your budget, if you want to track like your like drinking or if you want to like take notes for class, notion. Um my I've heard last... very good things about Notion. Yeah, it's 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 really fun. Um, I don't know how to like do the formulas and shit, but that's what the templates are for. <laughs> um, and then lastly, this is such a Filipino, like like classic Filipino snack. Just get like a bag of boy bawang and just put some peanuts in that shit, and like, ugh, so good. Woo! I think that that was my snack during like Christmas break, like when I'm just hanging out with my Lola. Like, we're just, you know, like, talking smack about people and eating boy bawang and peanuts. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, I just love boy bawang. Give me the garlic. Give me all the garlic. Mm-hmm. Um, my top three, um, I, I just feel like it's Simon Sinek. I, I don't think there's enough visible ADHD people. And so, um, thanks, Simon. Um, I read Leaders Eat Last. And I love the, just the concept of, like, thinking about how high ranking or people with clout let people who, you know, have less eat first. And so um, I really like that concept. And I mean, he has a whole bunch of other things he teaches in it, but that's my fave. Um, January 26th, I don't know if this will be air by that time or living on the edge here at BB. Um, Black Mountain Institute, which is a literary institute on campus. Excuse me, whomst? Whomst again? Black Mountain Institute. Um, <laughs> January 26th, there will be a Stretch Marks reading. Um, and I'm super It will be at the Law Library building, first floor. Do we have to RSVP? I don't think so. I think it's going to run from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Um, so, yeah, and there will be, it'll probably be one of the very few readings that you get to craft later. Um, so, come through. Also, Miguel Ruiz, which I'll say for the third and millionth time, so I don't forget, <laughs> for agreements. It's just, it's, it's, 
it's just really nice. And I mean, it's not the way, the truth in life. I'm not trying to say the four agreements are the Bible, but sometimes when you just need a quick, quick way to like navigate something, you know, you can draw upon your four little swords there and figure it out. Um, but it's not perfect. I'm not, I'm not invested. Uh, I'm just saying something. It's a shirt I'm trying on in 2023. Um, anyway, I love their conversation. I love y'all. I learned so much. Um, the joy of being here. Jo jo is there a Jobo? Anyway, I'm rooting it. I'm rooting it. Anywho, any last words before jo we Jobo. <laughs> Job um, any last words before we sign out of this wonderful conversation um a cab and land back right. <laughs> that's per usual um for me make sure your pee is clear mm. and um eat your veggies y'all I will also say eat your fruit because I've been traveling with this bruised banana for two days. So um, <laughs> do, do better and eat that eat banana. It, eat it right now. Eat it Let's right get some now. ASMR. <laughs> All right, everyone. This is Jean. This is Daniel. And this is Nicole. And this is a Pin I Pin X Pin I podcast <laughs> to magically disappoint everyone. Yeah.